Dave's in Lincoln today for your chance at two free tickets for Nebraska men's basketball games. Okay, kids, dad's going to teach you how to dance. First, spread your feet apart. Then, a pump your knee, a nod your head, shake your hips, and bite your lip ever so slightly. Now, with one hand in the air, point at people with the other hand. I call that the rock star. Dance like a dad. It's a great way to make a moment with your kids. Now, make a face like it just smells something bad. Visit fatherhood.gov. Brought to you by the U.S. Department of Health and Human Services and the Ad Council. Need to send a message? Send it with cake. Congratulations? Here's a congratulations chocolate rum cake from Beatrice Bakery. Thank you? Say thank you with an amaretto cake. I'm sorry that I accidentally hit your mailbox with my car as I was backing out of the driveway and then continued right into your prized petunias? You say that with a lemon drop cake. Everybody knows that. Beatrice Bakery and Downtown Beatrice are online at BeatriceBakery.com. Here to help you say whatever it is you need to say. Welcome to our world of yum. At first, I was really nervous and intimidated to buy a ring. I wasn't sure what I was getting into. My experience at Sarder Heyman was very easy. I felt like I walked out of Sarder Heyman with the ring that was going to make her go wow and say yes. I love my ring. It is so beautiful. I absolutely love my ring. I get compliments on it all the time. I always tell them Sarder Heyman. Yeah, we would definitely recommend Sarder Heyman. Yeah, it was great. We're definitely, definitely coming, coming back. back. <laughs> Sarder Heyman Jewelers, Lincoln and Grand Island, SarderHeyman.com. The past year and a half has been a challenge. We've been reminded of the importance of following health and safety guidance from medical experts. I'm Jenny Benson, president of the NSEA. As teachers, our goal is to keep our schools open and our students in the classroom. Because we know in-person teaching and learning is best for our students. We need your help to keep our kids healthy and learning. Sponsored by the Nebraska State Education Association, aired by the Nebraska Broadcasters Association and this station. March is Problem Gambling Awareness Month. If you or a loved one are struggling with addiction, contact Choices Treatment Center's 24-hour helpline at 402-476-2300 or go to choicestreatmentcenter.com. This is Lincoln's home for sports talk on the FM dial. Also online at theticketfm.com. On the internet. KNTK FM Firth. 93.7 The Ticket. This is On the Block with Stricken Bach. Nebraska Basketball Hall of Famer and nine-year NBA vet, Eric Strickland. Strickland for three! And you're going to go out of here as the Big Eight perfect champion. 93-7, the ticket veteran and Ortega connoisseur, Jake Bakovan. I like Ortega and I like Pepper. Coming at you live from the Coppel Chevrolet GMC Studios in the heart of Lincoln, America. On air and online at theticketfm.com. Sponsored by the Mercado by Certified Piedmontese. This is On the Block with Stricken Bob. Hold up. This is On the Block here on a Tuesday. I'm Jake Bachman. He is the Husker Hall of Famer, longtime NBA vet, Eric Spickland. And we are on the block. We're on every weekday here from 4 to 6 on 93.7 The Ticket. And we are happy uh, with uh, kind of our Snoop Dogg music there going on in the background to uh, to 
Wait, and, and here, I mean, the, the announcement was today that Snoop Dogg will be in Lincoln uh, on no other than 420, his favorite holiday. That's like Santa Claus. visit. You know, you got to go visit Santa Claus on Christmas. Snoop Dogg on 420. Uh, I, I just, I I never thought that we'd see the day where uh, Snoop Dogg would, would uh, celebrate his favorite holiday here in Lincoln. So it's, it's kind of crazy. Yeah, um... All you got to do is just change the the numbers a little bit, and you got four hundred two. So that's right. You know, maybe it has something to do, you know, just switching up the scenery, you know. So <laughs> four four twenty. Yeah, um, I don't even know what that means, but I'm lying, yeah. lying personally. But yeah, yeah, it's um, that's pretty cool though. I think that's I, I think what I like about that part of it is that you know there's a combination of not only hip hop and what Snoop you know has brought to the table, obviously my senior year and early years of college uh we definitely was he was in my playlist and you gotta remember now we didn't we didn't have mp3s and we didn't have uh itunes yeah. music and spotify and all those things pandora and all that you know we had to we had to go initially we had to go with the cds and, and so you had your little uh you know walkman cds and and then it started to transition into uh, MP3s in which we can listen to it. So you had to go out and actually buy them. It's crazy. I used to have turntables in my house, and I thought I was <laughs> DJ Strick. That, that didn't work very well, obviously, because I didn't. You know, uh-huh. Things I do well, but that's not one of them. <laughs> uh, but um, one of my favorite albums, I think I wanted – I wish I could have seen um, – I love concerts. There's certain people that I really just wish I could have seen. Back in the day, I wish I could have seen like Prince. Yeah. Um, you know, um, another one would have been like the Beastie Boys. I thought that would have been dope to be able to see them. And I heard that License to Ill. There were some of my um, junior high friends that ended up going to that License to Ill uh, concert. They said it was a blast. But uh, I think that's pretty cool for Lincoln to be able to uh, you know, draw Snoop Dogg in, especially on that. That that big holiday, uh, Denver's not too far. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> for, for him, so he he probably do an in, import, but um, um, he, but he gets a but pass, I like, right? <laughs> I like, yeah, I like the combination um, of definitely that with the country. Uh, I guess they call it all outlaw country now. So uh, Kobe Wetzel will be uh, joining him, and I think that's pretty cool to combine those two and and, and give you a a mixture of genres of music in, in one setting. I think that's pretty cool. It's kind of cool with Snoop because I mean, obviously there would be cooler, you know, um, you know, his, his prime, I suppose in the, in the, in the mid nineties, early nineties, kind of what you're talking about there. But he's also a guy that's like prime. He's like LeBron. His prime just stays. He's looked like the same Snoop Dogg. I feel like for the last 30 years. <laughs> it's crazy. And, uh, and he can, and he doesn't necessarily have been thrown out hit after hit right recently, but he can, you know, fall back on those old ones. And I mean, he's going to be able to tour as long as he wants. Um, I thought it was it was gonna have to be somebody like that. I was kind of thinking him, uh, you know, or you know, it had to be somebody that was very correlated because Pinnacle Bank Arena. I, I think it was that that tweeted out like we have a surprise on 420, and you could you could tell that it was uh you know re- relating to the <laughs> relating to the green stuff, right? And I was thinking, you know, I don't think they would necessarily do that if it's just like some person that somewhat references it. So I was thinking. 
is this Willie Nelson? Is this Snoop Dogg? Um, but I didn't know if those guys would be interested in being in Wiz Lincoln. Khalifa. Yeah, somebody. Yeah, somebody whose br- brand is very much associated with that sort of thing. Um, and so it's it's just very yeah. cool um, to be able to do that. Especially, I think it's kind of cool after he's just did the Super Bowl halftime. Um, I was uh, I thought it was kind of you know before the. Uh, pandemic hit i suppose the weekend was going to come to to omaha um and you know obviously he just did the super bowl halftime last year and i think it's just you know that i don't know if it, again i don't know if it's the prime of their careers necessarily but that's about as big of a show as you can do as far as to, to get attention and to to be able to get that act to come to lincoln it's very cool and, it, and it's also just very you know different from i suppose when i was growing up where here and there you would have a, a really nice act like this be able to come here um but you know and some people still complain about how their, their taxes go to Pinnacle Bank Arena or whatever, but it certainly has changed the kind of the game as far as uh, the, the type of names that they're able to bring in. And it surprises some people from out of town or, you know, people that I talk to, um, you know, that live across the you know United States or whatever, um, when I tell them some of the names that are able to come to Lincoln. And so, you know, this one is, is especially, you know, a big one for, for that day specifically. Yeah. And I, yeah, I, it's gonna it's gonna be interesting to see if they're if you're gonna smell it in the uh, <laughs> in the air of the arena. <laughs> Are you gonna come in and get in and, and, and smell that aroma? Uh, that's gonna be the one interesting part of it. <laughs> I think you will be able to. I don't know. Um, I don't know why, but for. <laughs> For concerts, it's like look the other way type of policy. It seems to be, you know, there's certain um, things that can kind of happen there. I, you know, I've been to different concerts, and you know, sometimes it's just very obvious. You can see the cloud of smoke where it's coming from, right? That section, and the police are just going to sit back and watch. I mean, their their job is just to make sure nothing goes un- unruly there. But um, you know, that obviously can happen. And then he he gets the pass. Like I said, like between him and Willie Nelson, uh, or you know, somebody whose brand name is so hey, associated with that Red Auerbach. Uh, but anybody that's that's <laughs> Just like you know, is is so associated with that. Yeah, maybe it might not be legal here in Nebraska or whatever quite yet, as as opposed to you know other states where he's like he's Snoop's got his own brand. Like he he legally sells it now, so um, it's a uh, yeah. He uh, do you, do you? I mean, what what's your what's your thought? Well, I mean, your your feet are on your feet are on the ground more so than than mine. You know what? Are, what are they saying? Is it is it going to go on a vote? Is it going to is it one of those things where or we're just still kind of behind? Yeah, I mean. Not only there, but is it because, I mean, we don't have it here in Florida. So, it's you know, obviously it's other places. uh, But, you know, Denver, I guess, is is done. I don't know. Do they have medical there or or what is the uh, you know, what is the the platform there? I know they have CBD and different things like that. But yeah, CBD's really started started up over the last year or so. And so I think that that's probably going to Mm -hmm. kind of, you know, be kind of the first step or whatever toward it. Um, There are some politicians and, and prominent figureheads, I suppose, around the state that are very much against it still. So um, it, it might delay some time. But I think um, for the most part, it, you know, it, it is starting to kind of get enough votes to be on the board and, and stuff like that. I think there was some sort of mistake with how they set it up last year, more so than even the issue itself. Um, and so, yeah. um, you know, that kind of that kind of didn't allow it to, to get too far this past year. But, yeah, I mean, I think that it's, it's probably um, – you know, I, it, it's always been said that that Nebraska will not be one of the first states necessarily to buy into it, and but it is becoming more, especially yeah. with medicinal. I think eventually we'll probably get here, and then you know who knows how far down the line. Well, the know, grandmas and grandpas with cataracts. I mean, I'm sure. Oh yeah, 
You know, there's a lot of cataract patients around. <laughs> I'm just kidding. But nonetheless, yeah, that's pretty cool, though. I think that's that's really cool. I, it's an interesting show today. There's some good topics, I think, that we have out here to talk about. And I'm looking forward to delving into it. I mean, there's 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 still some things happening. It looks like the uh, the suspension went down for uh, for Juwan and also the fine for yeah. uh, uh, Gigi. And, uh, you know, I, I think that's a topic we'll touch on again today. And, and, you know, there's some other things that are happening out there. The XFL is now uh, taking a nice partnership. So there's some there's some good topics we got to talk about today on the block. Yeah, I, I think it's funny you mentioned that, too. I wanted to and I was kind of waiting to see if I get this audio here and my computer's kind of being slow. So <laughs> have some text us at the <laughs> at the Sutter Heyman text line. There you go. If you down for the 420 in Nebraska or not, or you, you want to hold up on it. Is it something that, you know, you think that Nebraska is ready for? Do you think it's time? Is it taxable income that you would love to see maybe generated into the into the uh, the, the economic streams of, of Nebraska? Or is it something you just say, you know, peace, um, you know, let you guys peace pipe it out and, and do your things elsewhere? <laughs> Texas at the 402-464-5685. Uh, love to hear your thoughts on it. Definitely. Yeah, yeah, it's, it's definitely interesting. Like somebody did, like pointed out that like what I was trying to say is that it was, it was basically it was on the ballots last year, but then there's like a technicality um, with kind of mm. forming it up that that went wrong. So I, I think it'll be on the ballots again this year. So we'll kind of see how that plays out. Um, but yeah, who knows? And and somebody also said last time Snoop got here, he might have got ticketed for the green. I don't, I don't know. I would have to double check on that. I, I hope, I hope that's not the case. Like I said, regardless of where he is in America, like him, him and Willie Nelson, they should be outside the law, which you know, just for that, not for everything. <laughs> um, but you know, it's so on brand with them. Yeah. Um, you know, I, I, it's like there was the the. Uh, a bit of a debate that most people just looked over and said, yeah, sure, that's what I expected when Snoop Dogg took a hit before going up for his halftime show at the Super Bowl. Um, you know, it was kind of recorded and somebody saw it. And then, you know, I, I think for a lot of people that would have been, you know, I, I suppose if like Lady Gaga did that, that would have been a story. We'd all have been like, whoa, that's, you know, I didn't expect that. With Snoop, it's like, well, yeah, I mean, sure. I mean, I, that's exactly what I would expect him to do. So uh, just kind of funny yeah. following along those lines. Uh, I was starting to pull it up and, and we'll get to it uh, here in a second. But um, I can't quite pull it up. But the, the Tom Izzo had uh, some interesting remarks as, as far as the Juan Howard stuff uh, is concerned because he's very much against, obviously, in the state of Michigan. I'm sure it's a hot button uh, topic these days um, is that. You know, the the handshake line is is kind of come up. It's like, is it needed? We even talked about it the other day. Is it still needed at the, you know, at the college, at the professional level um, where, you know, it, it's kind of understood. Everybody gives it their all. Everybody understands the good game sort of things. If you're friends with the opposing opposing teammates or, you know, played AAU ball with some of them or whatever, usually guys will meet up on the court. But do you necessarily need the handshake line? And uh, Izzo was very adamant that, that you certainly do. He, and, he made and, some good points. I got, I got yeah. his quote. I mean, he made some good points. You know, I mean, basically what he said was, I mean, he said that that to me would be the biggest farce, joke, uh, ridiculous nature of anything I've ever heard. He said to reporters, he said, uh, we've already taught these poor. And, and this is the point that as we dig into this, this is the point of what he said that gave me a little little bit of pause for it because. I, 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 I'm a debatable guy. I'm, I'm an optimistic thinker. Um, you know, I, I don't just look at the emotional sides of it and then begin to take a stance. I, I, I love to hear people's perspective and his perspective was really good. He says, we already taught these poor 18 year olds that you're, 
you're you're when you're told to go to class and you don't like it, you can leave. We've already told these kids that if you're not happy, you can do something else. We've already told these kids that it's hard to hold them accountable. And now we're going to tell them to not man up and walk on down a line to someone who has kicked your butt and have enough class to shake their hands is utterly ridiculous. He then says, so if the president said, I think he's full of it, if the best coach in America said it, I think that's uh, that gets me way more than this incident. Not shaking hands is typically or is typical of our country right now. Mm, that's interesting. He it, says, then instead of solving the problem, let's make an excuse and see what if and see if we can just instead of confronting and demanding that change, let's eliminate it so that we don't have these problems. I, I, I can understand where he's coming from. I mean, I think because because when we we have a generation now, right, that doesn't know how to handle conflict, that doesn't really communicate. Right. We yeah. you know, I grew up in a generation where we didn't have phones. So you had to communicate. You, you had to learn to communicate and, and verse your your thoughts or your opinions uh, by way of your words. Now you can just text and you can be anonymous and you can get on Instagram you can create fake pages. You can beef without being seen. And it's created a, a situation where people don't know how to handle um, the emotions of whatever conflict they're going through inwardly as well as outwardly. And so I look at it from that standpoint that that's kind of true. I mean, you know, kids, this 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 generation is a little bit different in that um, I've been a referee. I've coached. I've seen parents that act a straight and I, and I'm like, I can, I understand why your kid is out here acting, you know, the way that they're acting right now. And those, those leadership aspects of yourself, you have to be able to take the loss. Now kids have the mentality of, I can, I, I don't have to face you. I don't have to deal with you. I don't have to like you. But you got to really think about it in business. If you're a top end business guy and I may not like the person that I'm doing business with. Right. I may not care for that person, but that person has something or an element that I need in order to make my business run more efficiently or effectively. And so I have to be able to deal with the emotions of maybe I don't like you and, and that's that that's OK, but I can still do business with you. And so I, I understand it from that standpoint, you know what I mean, of being able to just handle the emotions Take what it is because life isn't going to treat you that way in life. You, your boss tells you you can and can't do that. Then you either got to be your own boss or you got to be able to understand how to how to deal with the emotions or the anger of whatever you're frustrated with in that specific situation. And so many want to jump jobs and change change situations and leave their husbands and wives and so forth and so on. And, and I think that 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 can can breed a problem. Yeah, I think a lot of it just has to do with kind of where do you see college athletics still? Um, do you see it as a, as a as a place of, of still higher learning, like in college, right? Um, of trying to um, yeah. to mold these kids in, into the adults that you want them to be, or do you see it kind of as college basketball is is big business, just like college football is? And at this point, maybe you're kind of outdated past the point of teaching you know, uh, uh, you know, sportsmanship so much at that level. And, but. and Izzo's an old school guy. Yeah. So, you know, obviously that's a, that's a perspective. And I understand, I, I can understand his perspective on it. And here, you know, he's an old school guy. 
Yeah, and we have Rico here who's got hey, uh, some, some thoughts about it. Rico, what up? I'm I'm doing good. Hey, hey, T birds fly together, man. Hey, but uh, <laughs> I I agree I agree what you're saying. But right now, what's going on with the handshake line and them wanting to get rid of it or whatever? These are these aren't the kids making this decision, and it's not the kids' fault that that this is even been being discussed. This is the adults. This is this is the grown men, yeah. the the head coaches who are the ones that uh, made the decision to get in a fight. After the handshake line, the kids were fine. The kids, you know, you got your tail kicked, and you're, you know, uh, you were a favorite in the preseason to win the Big Ten, and you're, you know, barely 500, barely treading water right now in Michigan. You got your tail kicked by Wisconsin. The kids were fine. It's the adults who had the issue with it, and it's the adults right now who are trying to get rid of the handshake line because they can't handle it, apparently. Great point. Absolutely. And and that's and that, that speaks to the part of what I was saying about the parents. You know, I... <laughs> I mean, parents don't like the. I mean, that's probably one of the reasons. Also, I stopped refereeing is it's is not only the political aspect, but when I had to go and ref some of these AAU games and dealing with parents, it's it was crazy. Coaches, mm-hmm. it's like wow. And then coaches are are fighting, and coaches are fighting kids, and and kids are fighting refs, and refs are. <laughs> yeah. It was crazy. Like the thing is with these, and kids, you had to have security in there. The thing yeah. is with the kids right now that everybody keeps you know bragging on the kids, but the the adults, the parents are are even sometimes worse, and they're the ones that are putting all this pressure yeah. on their kids. Like, hey, you can do what you want, and if this person doesn't do this for you, I'm either going to go talk to them or we're going to switch. Like you have kids switching AAU teams. It's not the kids' choice. It's the parents that are like, all right, I I think you're more talented than you are, and you know you're more talented than this, so we're going to switch you over here. So then they get to college. If they're not starting right away, you've got kids transferring. But it's mostly the parents in their ear like, look, you need to do this so you can do this. Like you it's easy to put the blame on the kid because it's their name. It's their face. But you have to think about the people behind them who are helping them make this decision. Show you right. I mean, I think you're making a valid point. No doubt about it. Yeah, and there's a lot of time. I mean, that that even you kind of hear about it when there's rumors around, uh, you know, this guy leaving or that guy leaving. You kind of think, well, talk to the dad or talk to the brother. You know, it's always you know one of the adults in the room that that are trying to maybe live live vicariously through their younger brother or their son or whatever, and kind of try to follow the dream yeah. perfectly. But sometimes it it's not perfect. It's going to be tough. Uh, and as we talk about it, uh, I did want to bring up what the fines were just so we can kind of uh, look into that. One, how John Howard got five games. The remainder of the regular season probably would have been more for what it's worth if the regular season lasted longer but maybe not um and find forty thousand dollars for uh you know his swipe at the assistant coach there um head coach greg guard of uh, wisconsin was fined ten thousand dollars um and not not suspended for any game uh, a couple student athletes that were involved in this uh, in the ruckus after that each got one game two athletes on michigan sides one athlete mm-hmm. on wisconsin side um do you find that to be fair um because juan howard i guess his defense was was that Greg Hardgard t- was touching him, and he, then he asked him not to touch him. But to me, it was not like an aggressive touch. It was more of like a let me get you your ear type of elbow grab, which is not physical at all. And Juwan Howard kind of used that in my mind uh, to kind of uh, to defend what his actions were. Yeah, I, I think you, when, when you look at it, I, I think it could be handled in so many different ways. And, th- and this is quarterback. This is you know, couch quarterbacking right now. This is right. the aftermath of that discussion. It, when you see somebody with that type of anger or animus, right, you you may want to try just just avoid that. I, I could just remember there are times 
you know, when you in a relationship, you get into an argument, a heated debate or whatever the case may be. And someone feels a certain way at that particular time. It's best to create some distance at that moment. Let that thing pass. Maybe make a call. Maybe, you know, talk in the back. Maybe just allow that person to kind of, you know, okay, all right, I understand. And, and, and that's understandable. But there is something to say. It wasn't an aggressive touch. But nonetheless, in a heated in a heated moment, a touch and an impediment of where I'm trying to go at that specific moment can provide somebody to kind of feel some kind of way. You know what I mean? Like if I'm, you know, even if it was your wife or your girlfriend or whatever the case may be, look, I'm trying. Let me just I'm going to take a walk. If they try to grab your arm and hold you, that that can change the dynamic of how you feel about that thing. Right. So, yeah, it's still the escalation was definitely like a stare. It just kept going and it kept going. And it wasn't until that smush that then the kids seemed to fall in line and wanted to, you know, hey, yeah, you know, protect the coach. Yeah. And in most cases, literally as a leader, and and, and this is just a a, a, a a universal dynamic. As a leader, those follow you. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. If if you're a leader those behind you follow you. So like, just, just, if, if I'm, if, if I just take off running and I'm a leader, everybody's might just start following me and trying to figure out, Hey, what was going on? What's going on? But those, those are some of the things that as a leader, you have to kind of, you know, take that into account. And obviously fights have been kind of part of the game and, you know, even going to the NBA level and in your experience, did, did that wear and tear Like, did that be less likely for guys as they age? Obviously there's some guys that are, that are not going to back down one way or the other, even as they age. But for, for, did that seem to be more of a young guy problem or a young guy was more interested uh, in, in, in figuring things out with you know the fists and stuff, fisticuffs, or is that just kind of a, a player thing? Cause I think that's where Juwan Howard still has that problem is that he's still got that player mentality that if something's you know against him then he'll take a swing he doesn't care but at this point as a coach as a leader of young men you that's not the stance you can take anymore yeah and and that's true and but there's some there's some debates out there that that you have to also consider right because you look at other sports and that's not a problem you understand and i'm not saying it's one thing to to try to justify this is not a justifying statement but you you look at hockey it you know in hockey they get it going they get it cracking yes they get penalized they get in the box but at the end of the day it's not something that everybody's looking at them like why the heck did you go at this person or why did you punch him or or anything there it, it just seems to be okay there are other sports you know when you you come off and your pitchers throw at the head of a batter you know all of a sudden they go off there's there's no one in the media or there's no one talking down about that person running into the mound going after that person. And you, you have to consider why is that? Why is it that if I, you know, get into the heat of the emotion of whatever the game is, which is like say football, for example, it's physical. You get into a heat of a a heated debate in football and you throw a punch. Now you're, you know, people in the media look at that differently than they do at hockey. So it's like, Sometimes you gotta gotta weigh that too. I'm not, and again, this is not a justifying thing, but it's something you kind of gotta look at too. Is like why why is there why is there a discrepancy in that aspect of it? But it, you know, over here, it's it's a problem. Well, and certainly too. It, it, just it, just it, a thought. Yeah, from for, for like professionally, 
it's definitely understood, like especially in baseball, like the manager, you're, you're dealing with adults at that point, right? And so, it's you know, if a yeah. manager is going to charge the mound, I, mean, I'm, I suppose you look at it just as much as, you know, a, a player. I mean, it's not that big of a difference, I suppose. Yeah. Um, if, you know, but at the college level, that's, that's, that's kind of – just kind of, you know, the whole discussion kind of going back to the the handshake line is that you, you, you know, these guys are legally adults, um, but they're still at that kind of transformation period. And in college, it's, it's just a different time. You don't, um, you know, haven't figured out the world quite as much as you think you have. And, and you're still, um, you know, kind of need that guidance and leadership from the coaching perspective. So, mm-hmm. you know, it, it's just kind of yeah. interesting. And that's, that's what, again, goes back to the, the handshake lines to me is that, you know, for the most part, I don't, I don't, there's nothing that I don't think you necessarily need that at the college level because guys have been doing it at the you know the high school level, the middle school level. Like they understand the good game part of it, but you know it's for some people that you know maybe they still are at that uh, lack of maturity portion of their life where it would still be beneficial. I think for the most part, college students probably don't need to do that, but you know sometimes even you know professional athletes will shake hands at the end of the game, and uh, you know it's it's more seen as a respect thing than a certain age thing or anything like that. But um, I. I think it's, right. I think it's fascinating. I, I I don't think that they that you necessarily have to do away with it. And I think Tom Izzo is probably you know kind of leading the charge of a lot of kind of the old school, the old guard, um, in saying that that's you know that that's walking away from a problem instead of addressing it. I I think that's that you know is well said by Coach Izzo there. Uh, we got to take a quick break yeah. here on uh, on the block. We've uh, we've uh, run up against it. We got to pay the bills, so we'll we'll run some commercials. But when we come back, uh, we'll jump into some more stuff uh, that we have planned here, including the S- XFL actually being a tester league for the NFL. That's uh, that's the uh, that's been the report. So they're going to test out different rules different uh different type of penalties stuff like that to see if the nfl would be interested if it's it's better for on behalf of football uh so my question is are we are, should every xfl game go to overtime until we figure out the overtime because that seems to be the biggest problem in the nfl we'll talk about that next year on the block on 93.7 the ticket